0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 3-0-Take, where we talk all things Major League Baseball. Here's Kyle Corwin and Nate Reyes. It all starts right now.
1: Welcome back to the 3-0-Take. This is episode 177. I'll be your host, Kyle Corwin, and I'm here with my co-host, Nate
0: Reyes. Nate. What's up, everybody? Um, Hopefully your post-Super Bowl hangover isn't too bad. I do feel like it should be a national holiday, by the way. I don't think it's that difficult to do.
1: I saw a petition going around on Twitter the other day that said move the Super Bowl to
0: Saturday. That'd be clutch. It seems a little weird, anti NFL being on Sundays all the time. But I mean, I get it. I like that. But here is the I, thing: Would you rather have
1: it? Would you rather have a day off?
0: Yeah, hundred percent.
1: Or no day off at all?
0: Hundred percent. Would rather have it on a Saturday and have the day off. I mean, they're I've never understood because they give you two weeks obviously no one played last week so like they give the teams two weeks to prepare one day last doesn't make that big of a difference it makes a bigger difference for the normal person who you know this is the most watched thing arguably of the year so it's like let's go ahead and make it easy on it yeah I mean I just wanted to
1: ask you because you're the you're the resident football fan so wanted to get your take on
0: I don't mind it how you Mm -hmm.
1: felt about the sacredness of Sunday I don't I don't hate
0: it I mean, it's, it's, there's stuff always changing within the last decade or two decades. It's now, you know, Mondays and Thursdays, obviously. And then you got like some Saturday football games are done during the postseason, like or playoffs, I guess. And why not just make this Super Bowl? But Super Bowl Saturday, it uh, doesn't sound too bad, actually.
1: It doesn't sound too bad. But here's the thing you're no. never, we're never going to get Mondays off. It's just no. never going to happen, although it should be. I do agree with you. Yeah. But yes, Nate. It is a uh, full swing football season. It just feels like a uh, Super Bowl season right now. We had another snow day today. Ugh. And uh, it's like snow day. it's like plow truck central outside because our really? complex is like right across the street from where they house literally all of the trucks for the county. Mhm. So I uh, just want to let people know in case it sounds like yeah, okay. I see your phone there. 64 degrees.
0: Congrats. <laughs> I High of seventy-three today.
1: I mean, that's gotta get a little old after <laughs> never, a while. Never I'm, gets old. <laughs> You're telling me you never want snow ever. No,
0: dude. No. I do not miss it at all. I do I mean, not miss it at all.
1: It's nice from time to time. It's
0: nice to look at through the window. That's what I've, that's that's what I've been it. doing all day. It's no brutal. desire to oh I left my wallet or my phone charger in my car. I'm gonna bundle up or throw on three extra pairs of pants to go out. No, I'm good. I'm all set.
1: Yeah, I you. I don't know why I, I continue to try to convince you. You've Got to give up. There's no no point in trying it. Nate, no. give us uh, baseball history. The folks will be hearing this most likely on uh, February eighth. Yeah, February eighth. We are recording before the Super Bowl, by the way, just in case anybody's. Cares. Yeah, so we're, gonna,
0: we're we're gonna stay away from results, and
1: we're gonna make our predictions though, just so they're on the record yeah. at the end.
0: Um, this one's a little unique. Not so much of the the thing, uh, like the actual fact of this day it's mainly just i didn't know this inside of the fact 1901 rumors of the phillies star second baseman napoleon LaHoy, whatever that spelling is we'll just go with that jumping to the athletics the philadelphia franchise in the new american league i i didn't know that the rest of this doesn't really matter napoleon went on to hit for the triple crown when he went over the a's with the uh, or whoever yeah wherever they were the a's i don't know if it was in oakland before or whatever it was philadelphia they i guess i didn't recognize that they had both teams there at the same time and i didn't know that they were the same franchise like i didn't know they were a part of each other the phillies and the a's were like the same thing it was just one was in the national league one was in the american league
1: hold on run this back for me you're like you're running me in circles right now.
0: Well, this the thing doesn't matter. It's talking about this Napoleon cat who switched over from the Phillies to the A's. Yeah, hit right? for the triple crown, no biggie. Hit for the triple yeah. crown, whatever. That that doesn't matter. 1901. Who cares? I but care. it's saying the beginning of it. Rumors of the Phillies star second baseman Napoleon whatever jumping to the Athletics, the Philadelphia franchise in the new American League, proven to oh, be true. Oh, I got. Are they? I got, yeah. Are they saying that it's like they were the same franchise or it's a new franchise in Philly? Cause if it's the same franchise, where like the Phillies like created a new sister brother team, that's crazy. Or is it just a new team popped up in the same city?
1: This article that I'm reading says they're the Athletics from 1901 to 1954,
0: mm-hmm. and then they moved to Kansas City. And they eventually became the the Royals.
1: Yeah. So there's a whole lot of business going on. Yes.
0: I don't know. Either way, I guess it's not that important then. This next one's cooler. Sorry. We'll just move right right along. This next one's cool. At,
1: no, that was fascinating. These are I didn't like I know. Said, these I, are things that I I, I, I yeah, otherwise maybe know. I'm just
0: cuz you know these things are worded so strangely. The the way they write these is Yeah. odd. So maybe we're totally off on this, I don't know. Um 1942 at the Folsom Correctional Facility in California, the annual game between big leaguers and prison inmates. Takes place after uh, a delay when the guards need to search for two convicts attempting an escape. All right, that's awesome. With the visiting team ahead 24 to 5 at the end of the seventh inning. Not so awesome. The contest does not resume after escapees are apprehended. Big leaguers and inmates? This would never, Bro, never happen today. Back to back, ba- this day in baseball
1: history is we got one game playing on a this is a frozen gym. pond and now we got them playing in a prison this is
0: this would never fantastic. happen oh wait I'm, I'm gonna need to go all time out because the the guards go out to the two dudes just bailing like imagine just being like oh yeah, yeah i'll play left field and then just dip <laughs> out <laughs> I'm gonna go hop the fence real quick i'm out <laughs> Ultimate prison break. I love it. Yeah, that would <laughs> uh, never fly today. So you're saying that that, hap- that happened happen.
1: with current big leaguers or like 1942?
0: Yeah. The annual game, like they're making it sound like it's a normal thing, the annual game between big leaguers and prison inmates. Like it's just a regular thing until, you know, a major league shortstop get get shivved in the back with a <laughs> sharpened spoon. <laughs> this is wild, dude. This got me. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Like imagine disagreeing with the umpire and this inmate is locked up for murder. <laughs> Just, <laughs> I was safe. <laughs> oh my Stabs him. Yeah. Baseball history is on it, bro. All uh-huh. over it. This one is, uh, is more fascinating for, for multiple reasons. Um, you and I are both patriots. So when it comes to Americana stuff, kind of always have to mix it in 2011, Tony Malinowski, the oldest living major leaguer dies at the age of one Oh one. In Oxnard, California, the World War II veteran and survivor of Battle of the Bulge. Wow. An infielder with the 1937 Brooklyn Dodgers was honored by the team on his 100th birthday. If any of our listeners are not aware of what the Battle of the Bulge is, please look it up. Any any vet that came through that and survived that is a different animal. So I think that's, um, that's kind of, I think it's very cool to be honored, one for uh, being a member of the Brooklyn Dodgers and being honored on his 100th birthday, but to be a, a vet of the Battle of the Bulge, there's not a lot of those out there, so pretty unique.
1: I'll I'll see to what you're saying, and I'll raise you one. I say go check out Band of Brothers. Yeah,
0: that's exactly what I was thinking. If you've thinking. not
1: seen that series, it yeah. is absolutely incredible, but Eye-opening, particularly sure.
0: go watch the Battle of
1: the Bulge episode, if nothing else, and you'll learn yeah all you need to know about that. Yeah. Absolutely crazy. Incredible. Crazy,
0: But uh yeah, that's uh, that's baseball history.
1: That's a solid that's a solid day. Right? Solid day, February eighth. Pretty impressed. Gotta love it. Never would have guessed it. I don't think a lot of people, Nate, would have guessed that Trevor Bauer is going to the Dodgers either. I don't know uh I don't know I don't know what we got going on here. How did there how is did a they, whole mess
0: going on? How do they get to be so sneaky with this? How did they get to be so You say so they are
1: you talking Dodgers or are you talking Bauer Luba?
0: How did the Dodgers get to be so sneaky and just under the radar with this stuff? I mean, to a degree, you
1: only have to be so sneaky when you have the kind of money that they have. It's like you don't have to finesse your way to these types of deals. You can just be like, "You know what? Enough playing games. Here's
0: a blank paycheck, right? Whatever you want on it." Which How he much did. Much money are they going to be paying to the luxury tax?
1: Uh, right do they now they still have money. They're they like here's a luxury tax and they just went Shoo! they're yeah, like they, 30 million over right now yeah 30 million which there's
0: care. a there's a two thresholds correct with the luxury tax <sighs> i believe yes. your percentage that you pay of that first threshold is lower once you hit that second threshold that you go over that your percentage of the luxury tax goes up yeah you get i don't remember the exact numbers yeah. behind it but either way i mean it's just they were sneaky everyone talks about the angels being the team in LA, him being from California and the Mets. Like that's all we heard about. And then pfft, just and then woke ba- up the other day and Dodgers were like, Hey,
1: we're ready. Yeah, we're ready to run it back.
0: Yeah. They saw like, they
1: heard all the news about the Mickey Mouse World Series and like, all right, let's run it they, back. Let's run it back just, for real this time.
0: They were like, What the Padres did what? Watch this. Yeah, they said saw, The Padres offseason quickly just got overshadowed. Yeah, I saw a tweet where it was like
1: Oh, the Padres go out and sign a bunch of big names. Dodgers say, hold my luxury tax. <laughs> That's
0: exactly how it went. Yeah, exactly.
1: And speaking of Twitter, can we just point out the fact that Bob Nightingale is... The worst the reporter, av- the analyst, analyst, whatever. He's not a real person. There's no <laughs> way that somebody could get that many things wrong <laughs> that consistently. The guy who, is
0: the worst. Who is he working for? He's with and USA. when are they going to fire him? I don't know.
1: I'm starting to think they hold on to him as like a novelty, like a, <laughs> hey, let's see how how how, how much our guys get <laughs> talked about.
0: <laughs> this guy is a nightmare. You're so bad at your job. You're just terrible. I'm the sorry. dude literally
1: comes out Thursday night, says Trevor Bauer and the Mets have a deal, and logged off.
0: <laughs> like,
1: you can't just drop that and not follow up. <laughs> what are we doing? so bad he's just like he's so not speculating bad. he literally says trevor bauer and the hashtag mets have a deal and then it's like i'm going to bed
0: yeah not like a deals yeah. on the table that the you Mets don't do have that. extended like yeah. <laughs> it is they have agreed on a deal bye unbelievable how does he sleep at night how is he still getting a pay apparently
1: pretty well apparently pretty well because he does this on a daily basis
0: just wrong about how, everything
1: how do you feel about the money gets 102 for 3 years with opt outs after each of the first two years. Stupid money, bro. Making 40 mil, which by That's... the way is higher than the payroll for the Indians, Pirates
0: and Orioles this year. And he's set to make 45 year 2, right? Uh yeah,
1: 45
0: in 2022. Um <laughs> Honestly, I it's absurd. It's crazy, but I mean I think We're always going to be at that point. There's always going to be a certain player that represents a number that surprises us. And, you know, I mean, you look back even maybe 10 years ago, we're looking at free agent deals, and you're like, $210 million? Are you kidding me? They're going to make that much? And then now that's just like a regular contract. That's just a normal thing. So we're just going to see, we're going to continue to see AAV go up. We're going to continue to see overall guaranteed money go up or we'll see overall contracts just get bigger that's just the way the money is going to work that's the way the business is going to grow i mean props to bauer and props to rachel luba for knocking this thing down and, and getting it locked in and i mean making the biggest splash ever this is crazy this is stupid money but is
1: it safe to say that he trolled his way to this stupid money I mean Nate he had a four plus era in 2012 13 14 15 16 seventeen and 19 four plus era he has no pedigree I'd say like a max Scherzer would bring to the table
0: it's the conversation of of staying relevant and switching things around he's a pioneer when it comes to you know analytics and paying attention to certain mechanics and biomechanics and working out he's he's just a pioneer in that area if for any of you golf fans he's like the Bryson DeChambeau of of baseball he just I'm gonna hit this golf ball as far as I can with the biggest monster swing as I can and Bauer is very much the same mentality of I am going to do whatever I can mechanically I'm gonna do whatever weird workout I need to do to be able to pitch every three days if I wanted to and to be able to throw 120 pitches if I wanted to so he's stayed relevant but he's almost he's just become like the ultimate salesman and I say I mean when you say like he trolled his way through he is a genius salesman is what he did it's what is this organization going to do for me not what I'm going to do for you what are you going to do for me am I going to find the right type of pitching coach for me am I going to find the right type of mentality for me are you going to be okay with the way i work out and how often i want to pitch and the dodgers are like hell yeah we don't care hop on board bro let's go the money's not an issue so come on in and he's going to do his thing so i think it's yeah if you want to say troll if you want to say he sold himself but it is he stayed relevant all offseason he was obviously the biggest fish in the <laughs> pond and he stayed that way the whole offseason and i don't know if the trolling annoyed the hell out of me. I'll be straight up. I'll be honest with you. I mean, that went on way, way, way too long. long. And it's just, it got annoying because it's like, oh, oh, the website released Met stuff. Delete. Stop, bro. Like, stop. Act, like That's not an accident. It's not an accident. Stop.
1: Okay. Well, let me, let me cut you off. I'm okay with all the stuff he did Friday because it all came to a head on Friday. But if he would have pulled what he pulled Friday... And we wouldn't have heard about a deal for another two weeks. Yeah. I would have never wanted to hear the name Trevor Bauer again. Because at that point, I would have been like, I'm I'm done with yeah. this clown. For
0: those of you who don't know, he put like, you know, you have on Instagram or Twitter, you have like your pages that you can put your links on. And it it had a merchandise page where it said, you know, let's F and go Mets. And it was a merch that had, you know, his stuff on there. And, and then, then it was immediately deleted.
1: No, no, no. So then it was deleted and then it was put back up. And instead of the... Instead of the LFGM, it was just LFG. So people are like, "Oh, it must he must have just been it must have just been a typo." Yeah, yeah. And, then and takes just... that down and then puts up an autographed Mets hat for auction. Puts up yeah. and then takes that down. Puts up a, a Dodgers autograph hat. For, like what? A, come on.
0: He was wearing a Mets hat after the Lindor thing in one of his YouTube videos. So it's just like, uh, it just got old. So I'm glad it's over. I'm glad it's done. I will I say, I don't.
1: I didn't think it. I, I think I told you this of all of the possible ways that I thought that this was, like I said, going to come to a head. I did not think he would be exploiting people for website clicks. I thought really it was going to be, I thought it was going to be like a YouTube thing. I thought it might've been like a Twitter thing to up. But his here's social the following.
0: thing though. Here's the thing is that that's why it was such a genius salesman tactic is because he stayed relevant in what he, he provided evidence of his self-worth business-wise that's great so he's going to a mets or he's going to a dodgers meeting saying look at the craze bro why am i trending all off season on twitter because of me look at the business that i'm creating think of the number of seats you're going to sell because of me think of the jerseys you're going to sell because of me i'm the reason i'm doing this and it's it provides this like here it's it's an asset he's a business asset and now the dodgers are just obviously they're filled with different assets and and filled with names and jerseys that are going to bring fans to the ballpark and he just adds to the mix again um he has a players coach now do whatever you want bro dave roberts don't care just show up and pitch hard and don't be an asshole in the dugout and you'll be fine and we're good understand that kershaw runs this show and he's our captain other than that, I don't care what you do.
1: Yeah, has there been any conclusion as to what what uh, spot in rotation he's going to fill? Is he going to be three?
0: I I would got I got to assume three, okay. just because of the numbers that you just listed off. His great year last year, but can we really bank heavy on a shortened season, less innings? You know what I mean? Like, can we really just say, hey, he's the clear favorite too? I'll still take Walker Bueller over him, I think, in my mind, just because of the comfort of pitching in L.A. The comfort of the rotation, the comfort of Dave Roberts writing that in. Um, I mean it's nuts. Cause you, you got Kershaw, you got Bueller, you got you got Bauer, and you got David Price coming back. You got Dustin May, who's an up-and-coming star for sure, throws frisbees up there at 102. And Urius. Hello. Urius just did everything you could have asked for in the World Series. You have names are just like, whatever, we don't care. We don't care. Maybe David Price wants an extra day off and Bauer wants a, one less day off. Whatever. Here. Go. Any of these guys is going to get a dub. Good luck trying to win a series against them. I don't see it happening.
1: I want to put you on the spot right now. This just came to my mind because there's a lot of speculation. Like I said, with the numbers that I laid out there, there's a lot of speculation that he gets out there and ends up just being a flop in year one. Like all People are just saying, okay, so he builds up this hype. He builds up this, this market for himself. Yeah, and then he goes out. He gets forty million dollars year one, and then mm-hmm. goes out there and, and ends up just being a flop. What do you think? And again, I'm gonna put you on the spot here. Sure. What do you think his numbers are gonna be after year one?
0: Um, we'll say uh, just assuming that we're gonna have a full season, I'll say it's a lock to get 180 innings. I'll say 200 strikeouts. ERA is kind of tough to guess.
1: Still a number out there based on what I just read off to you, and knowing that he was what if sub two we're gonna roster? if we're gonna
0: set the bar at like three five i'll take the under an era of three five i'll take the under i want you to commit to a number right now uh, we'll just say like a three three okay three three old. era the thing is is that like monetary yes there's gonna be always that that expectation of you living up to that that paycheck but when you look at the rotation and you and you think of what the mentality is gonna be in the dodgers clubhouse it doesn't matter you're three bro you're you're not even an ace in our rotation. There's no pressure here. It's truth. Do what you got to do. The front office paid you that. Dave Roberts has got to be like, I didn't pay you this. Front office did, bro. If I want to yank you in the sixth or if I want to leave you in for the complete game, that's my call. So no pressure here. Whatever you're going to do. Because we have a we have a lineup that's going to provide numbers for you. If we leave you in for eight innings and you give up the lead and we lose that ball game, There's a really good chance we're not going to lose tomorrow. This team is is set on paper to break records.
1: I mean, on paper they were set to win the World Series again, and then they go out and sign Trevor Bauer.
0: So I I don't know, man. We
1: we all got clowned. I know that much.
0: We got we all got trolled. They're they're going to win over 105 games. I mean, that's a very safe
1: bet. I would be willing to say regular season, right? Obviously, right, right? Obviously, I would almost go as far to say. What was the what was the Mariners record from back in what was it 0-1? What did they bring in? It's like hundred. Um, I don't want to get
0: this number wrong. I think the Yankees got like the overall one when they included the postseason, postseason in ninety eight.
1: They had one hundred and sixteen wins in two thousand one. I would I I could see him pulling in like hundred and twelve. You going over one ten? I don't see him getting the record. I mean, look at, <laughs> look at all the things we just talked about and yeah. It, uh, the only the only road bump would just be the Padres them beating up on the pot pa- or the Padres beating up on them a little bit back and forth.
0: Yeah, but I mean it, this this move just it takes so much weight off of off of shoulders. It takes so much weight off of shoulders because if you have a bad day at the plate, we got Bauer on the bump. We'll be OK. We have Bueller on the bump. We got curse on the bump. We'll be fine. Like we can only scratch across three. All right. We're still going to get a dub. Like that's OK. Vice versa, dang, seven hits, only went five and a third today, gave up two. All right, I got a lineup that's probably going to dig me out of this. We'll be okay. It's going to go hand-in-hand back and forth. Those two things, not both being off on the same day, both pitching and hitting being bad on the same day is going to be so limited for this team. Very slim. It's not going to happen that often. It's really not. This is the best rotation in baseball.
1: Hands down. Hands down, but yeah, all that to say, this was a clown show. It was a circus, as I referred. I'm to glad on it's over. I'm glad it's over.
0: So glad it's over, Bauer. Because now to bang I do, talk. I do think there is going to be a flip of the switch a little bit with Bauer being less trolley and now more team focused. I mean, everything. All the reports we've heard is that he's a great teammate.
1: All the guys we talked to in the offseason yeah. last year,
0: and that's and that was one of the things that uh, the Mets look talked to Lindor about. They asked him, what do you think about her? Great teammate, simple as that. So I don't think he's he's going to, if anyone that thinks he's going to be a distraction, that's not going to be the case. He's he's going to continue to do his thing. He's going to continue to build his own brand, but it's a little less trolly moving forward. He's going to fully back the Dodger blue and be a good teammate.
1: Nate, next up on the docket, Marcelo Zuna, the big bear, sticking around in Atlanta for four years at a clip of $65 million. Kind of a bargain. Uh, yeah, I'm wondering why it took so long. And I think he was too, because in the Zoom call he had with mm-hmm. uh, the GM Alex Anthopoulos, he said, and it was like jokingly, but he's like, "Why didn't you just sign me at the end of last season?"
0: Yeah, and I gotta Honestly, agree with
1: though. like why why did we why did this take so long?
0: Honestly though, um, I mean the Mets are scary. I think it's it's still their division or the Mets. The Braves are still scary. It's still their division, um, and it, this just solidifies it. There was a really good point that I read on Twitter. A couple days ago that it said like yeah he's not great in left field whatever
1: he's terrible in left field by the way if
0: there's not a dh for 2021 i can promise you there's going to be a universal dh after that it's coming and it's a four-year deal if you have to deal with one year of him playing poor defense in left field so what so what because the rest of the contract will be most likely under a dh spot
1: yeah that's fair to assume I mean, yeah, he is slated as their starting left fielder, but like you said, I mean, it's it's a matter of time. And I, frankly, I don't know why why we're still playing with this idea heading into the season. Just make it universal. Like you know, it's coming. So why are we playing around with it? I I, I, I agree, just don't yeah. understand why why this back and forth nonsense.
0: Yeah, let it let it take let it take effect in twenty twenty two. But overall, with the Braves, I mean, they're they're giving themselves middle of the the lineup depth. Um, Acuna could hit anywhere in the lineup, in my opinion. I think he's like a, a very dynamic leadoff hitter with extreme pop and just immediately sets the table with the capability of, you know, the opposing team being down one nothing.
1: Very unorthodox Yeah,
0: a lot of pop, but he also has a lot of speed. He will swipe bases. He'll run well. Um, so, I mean, I think it's important. And from everything that I heard is like the the manager was like, Snedeker was like, I'm not, gonna, I'm not moving him down we're leaving him at one. That's
1: um, like the whole thing with Mookie Betts when he was in Boston. It's like, well, he'd be like a great two, three, even four. It's like, no, yeah. he, he dominates out of the leadoff spot. Granted, yeah. he doesn't have guys on, on base to start the game,
0: but he sets the tone.
1: He sets the tone. E- in I mean, it's just a massive way.
0: And no matter the, the pitcher that you're facing, like imagine getting on the bump and immediately not being able to settle in because you have a future MVP in the box. So, what that does by bringing Azuna back is just, it protects Freddie a little bit in the middle of that lineup. Um, It it keeps Dansby from having to provide too much in the middle of the lineup. I know he had a great year offensively last year, but like you can put him at two or you can drop him down to six. If he's having a rough slide, Ozzie Albies is going to be a switch hitter. He's going to be in that conversation. So, I mean, it's the Braves have this division. It's their division. They just need to perform and continue to do what they're doing. The rotation young up-and-comers that they showed what, what was what in the postseason, they're they're scary.
1: Yeah, you mentioned uh, Freeman. I think Freeman owes, I'm sure he's already paid up, but I think he owes Marcelo Zuna a big bottle of whatever his favorite beverage is after last year for providing him a little little protection yeah. in route 100%. to winning a National League MVP because, I mean, the guy just. I mean, he was he was a few points short in the batting average slot of winning the Triple Crown last year. Led the National League in home runs. Led the National League in RBIs. He also led the National League in total bases and was a silver slugger. So, great signing for the Braves. Yeah. Just Like I said, I'm surprised it took this long. Yeah. I, I Homeboy wanted to stay in Atlanta. He's been talking about it all offseason.
0: Right. The only other conversation I heard was that, I, because I know he's boys with Yachty. So, the only thing I was like, maybe he'll go back to Cardinals. Mm, we'll see.
1: Well, I saw the, didn't the Rays make an offer? Was that official?
0: I don't I think, know if that was officially on the table. I heard they were interested, but that would have been anti-rays, in my opinion. Very it would much have been it. an anti-rays move. Yeah, they're not swinging Ozuna. They probably yeah. had offered him like four years, thirty mil. <laughs>
1: four years, thirty dollars. <laughs> we'll man. give you a
0: get out of jail free card.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, I bet you the Braves probably weren't even. I mean, the Braves wanted him, but they were probably like a little little indifferent about it until they saw the the rays were interested and were like we got you. Yeah. We don't <laughs> <We're good. laughs> we don't want to put you through that.
0: I, I really good deal though. In my opinion, I mean 65 that's that's pretty cheap for what that guy can do. And he had a Yeah, he's got stupid pop. And I could see once he once the DH sets in universally, I could see him really just kind of molding into the Nelson Cruz thing. Yep. Where he just like he hits into his deep 30s and he's just still hitting still dropping bombs still producing
1: those first couple of years of his 40s even
0: yeah yeah i mean it's just it's i could see that being a very normal thing let
1: me roll up to the ballpark step up to the plate three times a day maybe drop a selfie pose call it a day see you later that's the life
0: where's my glove i don't know I left their home
1: <laughs> no we we auctioned that off on on twitter Marcel. you don't you don't need that anymore raising money for charity Nate, Chris Davis and Elvis Andrews getting swapped. A little weird. A little, yeah, kind of. Just random. I, I just didn't see that one coming. Yeah,
0: just random. Um,
1: I mean, Oakland needed a shortstop. Sure. So, and it makes sense at least, but it was just one of those, oh, okay.
0: Yeah. Oh, all right. I mean, maybe a little bit of a change of scenery. Chris Davis was a very feared hitter the last couple of years. You know, a little bit of inconsistency, you know, health-wise, but – He's a very, very powerful hitter. And I think maybe a little change of scenery. And, you know, I, I'm sure the A's are like, hope, hope for the best. But I think we're kind of done experimenting with you. We need a shortstop now. I like Elvis Andrews too. I thought he was going to be a lifer with the Rangers. Yeah, but, I thought so too. Um, solid glove. Probably just going to be like a seven, eight, nine 9 in the lineup kind of guy.
1: You know, there's, cer- there's certain guys that when teams have to ship them off or whether it's they hit free agency or they get traded there's there's certain teams certain players that when the teams put out like their their video package like their farewell stuff mm-hmm. it's there's like certain guys where it really hits you and you're like i'm not even a fan of this team but this is like this yeah. is tough so i can't even imagine when it's like being a, t- a fan of team x or whatever and i was watching the stuff they're putting out for Elvis yesterday i was like man this guy like this fan base this organization loved
0: this guy yeah big time big time I think it's it's definitely tough to see that happen and you you think of the Rangers and like the pieces they used to have at one point I mean they had Cole Hamills, Prince Fielder Adrian Beltre and well did I see
1: he was the last guy I think he was the last mm -hmm. guy from their back-to-back World Series appearance team teams
0: yep you had Nelson Cruz you had Josh Hamilton it's kind of a sad one to bring up but Either way you had these studs and it uh it just it never paid off. So kind of surprised it didn't happen earlier, but I get it. I mean, it's it's hard to ship your fan favorite out, but I if you're a Rangers fan, what is the point of checking out this new ballpark, really? Like what's the point? I mean, I think Are you gonna you're going to give me a free hot dog with this ticket cuz I'm not going.
1: I mean, <laughs> I think that's the the very point. I think if you are going to the stadium, it's because you want to see the stadium.
0: You're not going for the on yeah. product because – I mean, yeah. except for our boy Delino, it's like
1: – Yeah, they brought him back, by the way. That kind of yeah. went under the radar. But, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm looking forward to seeing Chris Davis play in Texas. I mean, he will most likely bounce between
0: the outfield and, and DH. I would imagine – It looked you like be, the ball was kind of jumping out of there too, so maybe yeah. it's a better place to hit for him.
1: Yeah, I think I think he'll he'll fit in well in the DH role, but I saw that manager Chris Woodward said he could possibly get some time at first base. That just seems like the thing nowadays. It's like, yeah, we don't really have a spot for you. Let's just try out at first.
0: I know Joey Gallo kind of rotates between those three, right field first base D H. So I'm sure he'll just do the same thing with Chris Davis. Just do the opposite on that day. But I mean, you put those back to back in the lineup. That's not an those aren't easy outs. You know, those are pretty fearful things, fearful dudes to face in a lineup with Joey Gallo and Chris Davis. Speaking of which, Joey Gallo needs to go somewhere else. Wasting your talents. Get him out yeah, of
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean, these, these are two guys that can really, really fill out a Texas Rangers lineup. Yeah, by the way. No, no, no I didn't Gallo. say you fill out. I just gotta, said you, gotta, you, you put gotta, them
0: back-to-back yeah. back in a lineup, and it's not the easiest thing. But, like, I, I could see Joey Gallo being shipped eventually.
1: Oh, for sure. Get some value back in return. Is
0: it just, like, is it just me or is, like, I hate to say it, but I feel like Joey Gallo would be okay as a Red Sox. Yeah, it's. I don't like how Michael Chavis has just become the first baseman.
1: Well, there's a chance it might be trying Devers out at first a little bit, so we don't really know.
0: I feel like you have. We anyway, don't even know who our center, go down this path. We don't
1: know who our center fielder is going to be right now. The, we thought the Mets were going to get Jackie Bradley, and then they go out and sign uh, Almora. So mm-hmm. it's like, okay, now where is Jackie going? Bring them back on a budget. It's probably what they're going to have to do. Yeah. Um, I think that's all I got for you today, Nate. Not much other than the Bauer news. It yeah. Big
0: news-wise. That's it. That's it. You going to you be eating anything good for this Super Bowl?
1: Oh, yeah. I uh, made a personal request to my wife that we had some buffalo chicken dip. That's probably my favorite Super Bowl.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. The shredded chicken. Oh, Frank. Some of that. Some ranch. Just mix it up. Ooh. Speaking of Super Bowl. Some cheese.
1: Let's run through some predictions real quick before we hop on off air, because people will be hearing this after the game, so at least they can go back and reference see how close we were right or how close we got. So, starting us off here, Nate, you think it's gonna be heads or tails?
0: Tails. I'm all, I'm a
1: big tails guy. Always tails. Yeah. I uh when I heard when I heard the news the other day that they're bringing back college football, I broke out NCAA football two thousand nine. It's like my yeah. favorite Xbox three sixty game. Yes, I still have the Xbox three sixty. Yes, I still have the original <laughs> Xbox. In which I play MVP Baseball 2005 regularly on, Uh, but yeah, any any of those football games that I'm playing always tails, always gotta be tails. Tails never fails. Yeah. What do you got for the score?
0: Um, 34-24, Bucks. I've got crazy Bucks defense. That defense is really good.
1: And for that very reason, I'm going 27-21, Bucks. But
0: I'm gonna need I'm gonna need Mahomes to have all three of those touchdowns that I just predicted. And
1: okay, because I was gonna ask you, how many? What's the touchdown yeah. breakdown between the two? What do you got?
0: I'm gonna need, I'm gonna need Mahomes to really, because I got a little fantasy playoff fantasy football thing. So if he goes off today, your boy's getting a couple hundred bucks, which never hurts. And uh Brady, I think Fournette's gonna have one. Leonard Fournette's been good this this playoff season. I'm gonna go. I'll say Brady has three for so like three and,
1: three and three between the two.
0: 3 and 3 between the two. Mahomes is going to have the yards. I mean it's you can he he could have 75 yards in one drive on one play. So, I don't know. This is fun. This is going to be a fun Super Bowl to watch.
1: And lastly here, once the winner is decided Nate, what color Gatorade do you have being thumped? You said you had the Bucks winning, right?
0: Is that be fruit punch then, right? 34-24. I mean,
1: both teams are red. I think the uh I think Vegas is Vegas's favorite right now is orange. I think that's what they mm-hmm. got. it. Being. I think that's what it was last year, is what I
0: read. You're going fruit punch? I'm going fruit punch. We're going with the red.
1: I'm gonna say because of Bucks winning, Brady's the goat, Brady's the OG, I'm going yellow. All right. That's my
0: pick. All right. Might not be the fan favorite, but
1: <laughs> I was thinking pick. yellow
0: and then color of the two teams. But yeah, I mean honestly, we were talking about this. You heard me. I was on the phone right before we started recording. That I I've really spent a lot of my time being a Brady hater. I'm a Broncos fan, so like you know, the Patriots just kind of always beat up on the Broncos. But it gets to a certain point where you're just like, I kind of just need to witness history. Mahomes is going to go on and win plenty. He's already got one. He's going to For sure. move forward and win plenty. At this point, we're running out of time with with Brady. Uh, let me just solidify. Just lock. You're already arguably the goat. He's the greatest. He's the
1: greatest of all time. I don't care what happens. Lock it, he's the it down. All time.
0: Just lock it down let everyone know the fact that you can leave bill belichick you can go to a new organization you don't even have a spring you know like a spring camp you get no training camp and you do this and you now have seven and i would love to see gronk party i want to see plenty of videos of gronk partying after he gets another one so yeah i mean i'm just uh i i've I've morphed into from a brady hater to just like i just want to see greatness you know
1: for the Brady haters out there, pull up the Brady 6 on YouTube, you won't be disappointed. You'll have, oh, did you see
0: the video you dropped today? I did the, the uh, like narrating the Bucks one, yeah, like where it's like a buccaneer ship, yeah. Bro, oh, I'm not even a fan, I'm ready to run through a wall. Dude's <laughs> a legend, dude's the goat, yeah. I got, got
1: Bucks 27 21. Brady does it, yeah. What did time. I say
0: 34 24, 34 31, 24, 24. 34 24. All right. I'm writing that down. That's all I got. That's all I got. Um. Enjoy your your, uh, buffalo chicken dip. Enjoy your wings. Enjoy your burgers. Enjoy your nachos. Enjoy your veggie trays. I'm sure there's plenty of those out there. And, um, you know, starting now, after you hear this, it is officially our time, baseball season. So uh, don't go chasing curveballs.
1: We love you all. And as always, looking forward to talking more baseball with you guys soon. Until next time, stay filthy. We'll